Jack Eichel looks across. Olison back in front. They score. Beautifully oh set up. Reinhardt side of the goal. Giving away. Scandella shoots and scores. For Eichel looking for Olison instead of the shot. Creeping in. Eichel one time and scores. How's it going, everybody? This is the Charging Buffalo Podcast. I'm Joe, and as always, joined by Luke in the studio once again for Season 4, Episode 7 of the Charging Buffalo Podcast. Luke, how are you doing on this fine fall evening? I'm doing well. Uh, I'm scrolling through Hockey Reference at the moment in preparation of one of our big topics this day, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening to this. Um, That is when I'm going through it. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So before we get into it, we just wanted to let you all know about our sponsors, Just Edition. Make sure you go over to their website, JustEditionHockey.com. I got my, I finally got my saber tooth shirt. It's beautiful. I saw it. Uh, wear it with my goat head hat. It's a great combo. And you can get yours at JustEditionHockey.com with the promo code TCB at checkout for 10% off your order. Big things to come, by the way. I don't know if you got a glimpse. No, the, I for some reason I'm not tapped into all that of for the, whatever reason. Of the TCB hats. I'm just the podcast guy. Might be coming out, so well, you know, stay tuned to that. Uh, maybe you can be repping the TCB merch someday. Yeah. But well, yeah. oh, TCB oh, that's right. Oh, you told yeah. me about that. Okay, yeah. 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 So I know a thing or two about yeah. it. Yeah. Maybe I can get a complimentary TCB polo out of it. That would be nice. I hate asking for free stuff, though. It could be we could have it trademarked and everything, and I still wouldn't want it for free. I'd still feel like, uh, I owe you something for that, mm-hmm. sir. Um, you know what? I don't like even this. Um, here's an example, okay? For a coworker earlier this year, uh, I was going to the Saber store. I'd already planned this because my friends and I were going out to eat, and we're like, hey, let's go to the Saber store and check out the new 50th anniversary stuff. So I go down there. Turns out my coworker wants a hat as well. Mm-hmm. So she gives me money to get her the hat. And I still felt bad taking the money, even though it's her money, and she's ah, not buying on. me anything. I you, still you felt got bad. Her the hat, though. I know, but I, I just, I don't. I feel like it's as, as, as being me, the, the nice person I am. Mm-hmm. It's like my obligation to say, no, I shouldn't take money. I should you get really this for them. You really do have a soul. I do have a soul. Contrary to popular belief. Contrary to what the the media will tell you. (laughs) Um, Contrary to what, yeah, you know, what the masses say. Yes, Luke Uh, does have a soul. I do indeed have a very big soul. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, but code TCB at at checkout on Justition. Hockey.com to get mm-hmm. anything you want, ten percent off. It's wonderful. I'm 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 miserable. Also follow them on Twitter, Instagram, everything at Justition. Indeed, I'm miserable sometimes, but you know, deep down there, I really want to be nice to people. But sometimes I just, I can't bring myself to be in a come good on, mood. So come on, I don't know if it reflects. She I hope gave it doesn't. you the money to buy the hat. It's not like you took the money and no, ran off with it. I know, Listen, I know. I don't know. It's, you know, it's, it bothers me still. Yeah, but how about them Sabres? How about yep. them Sabres? Yeah, Sabres are still n- still in first place. 9-2-1, They're one, still right? in first place, right, even after yesterday? My goodness, when was the last time we had 10 wins in October? That would have to be 06-07. It, it was It would 06, have to be. 07, yes. So, finally, 
we will have something in common with that team. Mm-hmm. They'll be the first team to do something well, yeah, since that best, team. Best start mm-hmm. since the 09-10 season yeah. where they won the uh, Northeast Division. Oh, man. It was I, called at the time. Correct, so. and it should be. Uh, but I'm already thinking <clears throat> and hoping that I could say some takes uh, if we make the playoffs. Like, I'm hoping we make the playoffs so I have material for next well, week. Now, if for, they, for next year's shows. If they make <laughs> the playoffs... It's not going to be like, oh, they're just going to get steamrolled by Tampa because you look at what Columbus did. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tampa's not even off to that great of a start. But then again, either. look at what Calgary did. Yeah, they flunked. Like they're, you, know. you never know what can happen. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen in the playoffs. But I don't want to talk about that. Yet. We don't want to get too not, far ahead of it's because not appropriate. One, once we believed last year mm-hmm. and we're like, okay, playoffs. Like, this is a legitimate discussion. There, this it's going to happen. And then they disappointed us and then yeah. never you know, n- get cold yeah. taped. But never. Say out loud, you think they're going to go to the conference championship? Is that mm-hmm. conference final? I was joking around with my friend last year at work, and I said that, oh, we got to get ready for our Stanley Cup final tickets because this thing is legit. And then you know what happened? They won 16 games the rest of the season after that. So, Well, you know what I want? Um, I just want a playoff T-shirt. Yeah, it's nice, you know, just you were you know, wearing the, uh, the 2011 mm-hmm. playoff T-shirt the other day. Mm-hmm. I, I just want a playoff hat. Yeah playoff shirt just something i think i was talking about this earlier with our producer nino for today that you know if they make the playoffs and get swept i don't even care really Mm -hmm. just just get there right right it's like the whole conversation like with the tank Mm -hmm. and speaking of the tank happy birthday happy 23rd birthday to jack eichel our sweet boy or our captain uh but yes the whole conversation with the tank was like the years leading up to the tank it was just just get in just get in and see what happens. But now it's all about. It was all about. We need. We want to be contenders every year. Let's just let's let's be Tampa, mm-hmm. like what Tampa is right now. But now, after the past like four or five years of misery and just suffering, mm-hmm. as Darcy Regeer alluded to in 2012 or 13, he was right. He hey, don't say anything. He us. was right. No. He was right. He warned us. We didn't think it was going to be like Regeer this, did so. us a bit of a favor. Yeah, in the end, but. Yeah, now it's just get in. Just get in and see what happens. Yeah. And I wanted to, I wanted to talk about this, too. Now, me, we'll get into it a little bit later in the mm-hmm. show. We can talk about Taylor We have Hall. no plan for this we, show. We, so. usually, we have our whiteboard behind us, and we like to plan out what we're going to talk about. But that whiteboard is blank right now. Mm. And it's a we're, clean we're slate, baby. We're just going right mm-hmm. now. And, you know, well, they've played three games since the last podcast. Mm-hmm. San Jose, Rangers, and Red Wings. They won two of the games. Sharks game, it, it was like a week ago. It, it was a yeah. week ago. It was on Tuesday, wasn't it? <clears throat> that was a, uh, yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, they yeah. got off got off to a slow start in the game. They were losing 2 nothing, I think. Then they came back. Mm-hmm. Jack Eichel, I want to talk about this, the birthday yes. boy. Yeah. Okay, Jack Eichel, he, he was getting on my nerves in the early stages of that game. Was not shooting the puck. Mm-hmm. Doesn't drop the gloves. The first half of the game, right? Yeah, the first yeah. half yeah. of the game, he was, like, refusing to shoot the puck and was clearly getting frustrated with himself. Yeah. And, to, like, as he should have been because he was having a hor- a putrid start to that game, I would say. Mm-hmm. Trying too hard to make the pass. But then that changed. Power play, and you heard the clip of it at the top of the podcast here, bomb past Martin Jones. Jones probably should have saved that, but Jones is... Booty cheeks, if you will. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. But yeah, great, 
after that goal, just a great game. And he even got the overtime winner in that game as well, a couple assists, a four-point game. And if, oh man, was it the Florida game? What, where, what was the overtime where Eichel... Uh, he, Columbus. It was Columbus, mm-hmm. and then Florida was after that. He makes a bad play in overtime against Columbus. They lose the game. He comes back the next game against the Panthers. I'm almost positive. Four-point night. Having that rough start to that game ends the game with four points. Jack Eichel, he has 16 points right now, does he not? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head, but I I'm check. pretty sure it's 16 points. He is hovering around top five in scoring. This is the Jack Eichel that we were all hoping for that he would become and he's only 23 if you if you really think about it th- this jack eichel that we have right now is the jack eichel that we're going to be oh, seeing hello, jack there you are for the next yes indeed tied, six years probably tied with mark stone with 16 points and good for mark stone mark stone's a phenomenal player i'm glad to see that the yeah. points are really starting to come for him yeah his vegas hasn't announced a captain yet have they that seems that's very no. strange you know what's funny actually well, was Derek England ever their captain? No, was, you, you are not A's. Really? They, they all, yeah, they have well, all A's. Well, this will be a neat little uniform anomaly. Get this, okay? We have yet to see a Golden Knights C patch. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. That's a little neat little piece of trivia How there. about one and two? And, one and two. Uh, or two and two, I should say. Pasta or, and Dreisaitl. Dreisaitl and McDavid tied for second in NHL points. Those two could have easily been Sabres, yeah, if yeah. you really think about it. Mm-hmm. Buffalo they, could have that one-two punch. Both of their names sound like an Italian dish. Dreisaitl sounds like a type of pasta. <laughs> True. Uh, how about this? I wonder what the suburban hockey dads think of John Carlson, a defenseman, having more points than Jack Eichel. Shameful. 21. Shameful. Uh, Brad Marchand. Man, that guy just so, so good. Man. Yeah. And he, like, really just coming on and, like, the late prime. Of, I yeah, he's you always say been late a, prime. He's in the prime of his career right now. Maybe he's just entering his prime. Yeah, you know. Because mm-hmm. I remember, I thought the Bruins maybe would even explore trading Brad Marchand a couple of years ago oh, when his contract was expiring. Because that mm-hmm. was when you know they were kind of doing their mini rebuild there. I thought they might consider when they missed the playoffs and they um, got the three first round yep. picks. But yeah, uh, but back to the Sharks game. You, did you get to see the Sharks game? Oh yes, all? I did. Yes, What'd I did. What did you think? Um, well, the reason I I made it a point seemed like last year, a little bit. Yeah. Did it not? Uh, but um, and I have some point. The the bad loss is the Rangers. I have some points to make about that oh, as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Excuse I me. Want to, I I'm trying to forget that game. Um, well the the San Jose game though. Um. I made it a point to say that Eichel had a disappointing first half of the game because once the second period came, uh, he was he had probably he took five the shots. Game over, and yeah. that's why having Jack Eichel on this team is so important and was worth wasting away a season for. But there was a play; uh, he kept getting stoned on those one timers. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was the one where uh, it was probably Reinhardt passed to him yeah. from behind the net, and he got right down right. Right up in Jones' grill, just right to the side of the net, and still hit the pad. Mm-hmm. Uh, the shark. I, I. It was a good game, though. Um, I obviously now I don't remember too much about it because it was so long ago, and I've yeah, watched. They came more back, and they might have even choked at the end a little bit, but they still won in overtime. Yeah, I believe Sharks tied it up late. Yes, mm-hmm. but uh, the rank. Can I go to the Rangers game? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, horrible game. Uh, well, here's what here was. Here's why I didn't mind the Rangers game. Okay, uh, they were still trying 
and executing the things that have worked for them. It just on this night it wasn't working. It it, it wasn't. They were unlucky. Uh, the bad bounces. Dalene did not play well. He yeah. gave away the 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 goal that ended the game practically to Panarin. Um, he just did not have a good night. Uh, I think this is the game Scandella got hurt in. Scandella well. and BC. Well, Scandella came back in the game, didn't he? He, he was back but in the now game. He's yeah, out but now he's out. Yeah. Same thing with um, BC. He's out week to week. So perhaps he shouldn't have come back. Uh, I forget who had our goals. Scandella had a goal. Yeah, Scandella and Sabotka. Sabotka. Four goals away from me. Right, because I had the channel changed because I had a friend over as well to football, and I missed the monumental occasion that was Larry Sabotka scoring five hole on a top ten goaltender of all time. I don't know how... Lundqvist didn't see. Well, I mean, if you're Lundqvist, are you expecting that? Are you expecting Vladimir Spoka to somehow get the hockey IQ all of a sudden to go, I'm going to challenge this guy, okay? He hasn't had many shots. I I just can't believe there's people, there's Vladimir Spoka apologists out there. I just don't understand. I don't get it. Well, they exist. The guy is just, uh, he doesn't belong. He just does not belong. And, like, you can't put him anywhere else. Like, you're going to put him with Middlestat? Like, you can't. You can't now, put, you're not shaking up that fourth line. I'm not touching that at all. You know what? Marco Scandella you. saved that Sharks game. And I'll tell you why. In the overtime, the Sharks had that 2-on-1, or it might have been 3-on-1 heading up the ice. He played that so well, staying in front of it, tape, practically a tape-to-tape pass from the Sharks forward to him. We need to talk about Middlestat. Middlestat's been great. He Phenomenal. has been... Fantastic. Yes. And people, again, I've been banging on this drum for years. Mm-hmm. You need to stop giving up on teenagers. He, what, he's 20, he's just turning 21. Sounds like a probably. PSA. He, you, people gave up on this kid last year. Like, may, yeah, maybe he shouldn't have been in the NHL. Maybe Rochester would have been a better place for him. But mm-hmm. they needed a center. They needed him up here. And he's flourishing right now. He's having a great. He's probably one, been one of their best forwards that's all a, season. That's a Phil Housley hockey team for you. Yeah, and Housley. Oh, we gotta talk about that as well. Town. We'll talk about that. That'll later, be conversation. He in overtime, long shift, long shift in overtime. Mm-hmm. That back check. He saved a goal, and then he was breaking out up the ice, and then he realized, okay, I don't have the space, oh, I'm sorry. and then he turned back. And then he made that breakout pass to Ristolainen, and then that's when Eichel scored. Was that middle set or Scandella I was thinking of? It was middle set. It was middle set. Well, what a play by... Yeah, okay. So, I... Okay. Well, I'm corrected, but uh, still, my point stands. Excellent play. Scandella has been... I mean, Scandella had a good good, game, though. Very good. Uh, But, yeah, middle set. And that's... His defensive... What is... A defensive play made by Casey Middlestat? mm -hmm. Selkie. Selkie winner. Selkie Middlestat. Mm. The silky, selky Sel- mitts selky of Casey Middlestat. Yes. Mm. That's that's a name you only hear in hockey. Casey Middlestat. He like, he's been really good. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, what are, he sounds like he'd be like now? on a CW show. The CW. Casey Middlestat. I'm gonna check his point total here. And, see. Well, you do. Yeah. Um, I, it's just the team is somehow fun to watch again. I'm looking forward to tonight's game against mm-hmm. Phil Housley and the Arizona Coyotes. Phil Housley returning to the. Coyotes organization for the first time since 1996. Yeah. Uh, Middlesex has seven points in 12 games, but not not too bad at all. I mean, he's a plus five. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Uh, but plus minus is irrelevant. Now, plus. tell me, Joe, I can't be the only one who had horrible flashbacks when I saw that 
picture of Phil Housley skating in at at a morning skate. Of course, of course, it's Phil Housley. He has mm-hmm. to be a morning skate. Um, it it just sucks. Thankfully, I don't want to hate Phil Housley. He's a Sabers legend. Like. I think I remember this going back to when we are the first season of this podcast. We were recording in a closet. Uh, I never wanted to hate Phil Housley, and I never thought I would ever hate Phil Housley. But like, my God, this should have just never happened. It's not. Don't no. bring your legends back. You I know, think every team needs to come to terms with this. Way, Stop bringing your legends back. Way back when, because now, now like the captain ceremony. Housley, I'm pretty sure Housley wore a C at one point in Buffalo. They, even if he wasn't coaching and was available to go to that, you couldn't bring him back. He would have gotten booed, hundred percent. That would have mm-hmm. been a bad PR move. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, how many years is it going to take until the fans are over this? Mm. I don't know. Maybe another year or two mm-hmm. until they're like, "Oh, Phil, you're you're great. You're a great player." But yeah, I don't know. Subur- Housley was a victim of suburban hockey dads at one point. In his playing career. Mm-hmm. In yeah. his playing career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in his coaching career, the suburban hockey dads loved Phil. Yeah, Housley. ironically, ironically, how the how the turntables, how the turntables, yes. indeed. Uh, well, I mean, he was one of them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, his tendencies were just akin to a suburban hockey dad. Uh, you know, it was all there. Mm-hmm. It was all there. That uh, Kyle Oposo quote was quite funny, where he said that you know. Phil's a legend in his own right. He sees the game, you know, in different ways. It's just it's hockey player speak, but it, it was funny to. How about Oposo? Mm. He seems like he's got more speed this year, does he mm-hmm. not? Do you think? Yeah. No, he does. Yeah. Um, he's always been such a good puck carrier too. I think he's so I, good at taking care of the puck. I was in the bathroom at work, and I, I was like, you know what? What? What's Kyle Oposo doing right now? And he's like on p- pace for like forty points, mm. which yeah, six million is a little rich for him, mm-hmm. but like. If you put the contract aside, like he'd be one of the best fourth line players in the league. Yeah, one of them, like for sure. And his, his advanced stats this year are fantastic too. Mm-hmm. Like Sean Tierney puts out the charts every morning, and Oposo is in the good, the good quadrant mm-hmm. every day. So, mm-hmm. well, I'm sorry. I'm still going through this hockey reference page. Should I just say what the topic is I want to yeah, talk about? Yeah, yeah, if you want, yeah, go for it. We're, we were planning on revisiting the tank, but this might be a shorter episode, so I'm just going to say this right now. Uh, yeah, we were talking about the tank, and we are like, yeah. man, all of There the, were some guys. The guys. You know, obviously, just were there. People know no the names. They're probably playing in, like, Switzerland or something right now. You have your Jamie McBain's, you know, your, uh, your, on, your, your Connor Knapps, your, your Andre Benoit's. Where are they now? Let's do let's do that. Oh, where are they now? Where are they now, the 2014, the 2013 to 2015 Buffalo Sabres? Let's see that. Where are they now? Okay. Uh, well, oof. let's, this might let's take a minute, though, a so. Bit. Let's reminisce. Um, just try and carry us for a little bit here as yeah. I try and find this. Uh, okay, one point I want to bring up yeah. before we get into this. I, I Neither of us got to watch the Red Wings game, unfortunately. But I saw the final two, they, they two won, minutes. They won 2 nothing against the mediocre Detroit Red Wings, which their defense, have you seen what their defense looks like? Oh, I've seen what their team looks like, and it's trash. Yeah, it's just a putrid-looking hockey team. I came in... Steve uh, Eiserman, he's going to need some time. Because 14, 15 Sabres, right? Well, we'll 13, 14. We'll start 13, 14, but, but yes. Uh, what I was going to say is I got home yeah. pretty much right when Detroit pulled their goalie, and, like, I saw the power play happen. Mm-hmm. And um, my mom, 
asked if Philip Hronick was Jeremy Roenick, because I guess she was hearing it wrong. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> Jeremy Roenick's in yeah. his 50s now. Uh, I know, I know. I don't know about that. But, <laughs> yeah, I saw the, the the Reinhardt goal, the tic-tac-toe play, very nice. Mm-hmm. I didn't even get to see them. I didn't even see the McCabe goal, but good for him after having some rough games yeah. the past couple weeks. Okay, are we ready to uh, see yeah. where are they now? So we have the 13-14 Sabres here. Uh, we have Luke Adam. Luke, he played Ooh. in Germany, Adler Mannheim last year. I know that. I, I think he might have left for um, other opportunities. According to Hockey Reference, fourteen fifteen may have been his last year as the AHL. Does that oh, sound right? Strange. Here, you get your phone going and look these guys up okay. and just see what they're up there to. And go. I'll read the names. Okay. Luke Adam was a guy. Certainly a guy at some point. He was no, he was more than just a guy. Luke Adam was, he was a top prospect, a top prospect for the Sabres and he wa- he part was uh, round. he was an all-star if Look I remember him. correctly. He, he, his, he looks like he should not be there. He looks like he's lost. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing with Luke Adam was he did not have a very good attitude. Really? About himself. I didn't he know thought that. he should have been in the NHL and he should have been in the NHL, let's be real here. He should have been with the Sabres. The whole season in 13-14, he played 59 games with the Amherst uh, that year. He had 49 points, and then he got shipped out to the Blue Jackets uh, midway through the 14-15 season. But some good names on He here. has spent the last four years in Germany, and uh, my page just crashed here. Here we go. He played with Adler Mannheim for a few years, decent production, and now he's playing for, I'm going to try and pronounce this, Dusseldorfer. Dusseldorfer. If Dusseldorfer. If the umlaut is true, it might be Dusseldorfer, but I don't know. Yeah, and he's Probably got not. ten points in eleven games with Dusseldorfer. <laughs> we'll, we'll go with that. Sounds better. We'll go with that. Um, Luke Adam, good. He, I liked Luke. Adam. I, at one point, I considered getting a Luke Adam jersey. Like oh my! Twelve or eleven year old me. Whenever I was very high on Luke Adam. Okay, who, who's the next guy here? Corey Conacher. Corey played a Conacher. game last year with the Tampa Bay Lightning. I'm going to guess he's in the AHL now. I'm, he is uh, with the Syracuse Crunch. Okay, yep, he, that makes uh, sense. He can't seem to leave that organization. Buffalo claimed him off waivers the day of the 2014 trade deadline, the infamous day where they gave up uh, a lot of future for Hudson Fashing and Braden, uh, Hudson Fashing and Nicholas Delorier. But Conacher, he's been a fantastic AHL player, depth piece for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Spent a year in uh, Switzerland, too. Uh, yeah, but just has never been able to find a niche in the NHL since his... You know what? If you, I, I was under the impression that Corey Conacher was a really good NHL player, but like he never eclipsed 30 points in his entire career in the NHL. So, And he was traded for Ben Bishop. Which is crazy looking back on that. I, I really liked Corey Conacher back in the day. Matt D'Agostini is the next see, name. See, I really this move, the move to get Matt D'Agostini really hurt me because <clears throat> I really liked Corey Trop. Mm. Corey Trop, he was a guy. I saw his first NHL game. I think it was against the Jets. Maybe mm-hmm. I kept the program and I wrote in it Corey Trop's first NHL game. Wow! I was, I was like, man, Corey Trop, this guy's gonna be good. And they claimed Matt D'Agostini off waivers, and no, yeah, they claimed him off waivers. Yeah, that's for sure. And then they waived Corey Trop, and then he got picked up off waivers by the Blue Jackets. And I'm like, what the hell, man? 
What are you doing, LaFontaine? This is your big power move as president here? We don't have a GM and you're waving our, one of our top prospects? Yeah. Power moves. But, yeah, Matt D'Agostini, very – he's a journeyman. Let's mm-hmm. call him that. He played with Montreal, and uh, my page is not loading right now. Something is well, going on. Well, he was also prospects. a Pittsburgh Penguin. Yeah, former Penguin, Blue Devil. He, I remember there was a game against the Bruins, and this was like in the thick of it. I'm like, okay, we gotta finish in last place. So we can get Reinhardt or Bennett or Drysidel or Ekblad. I was never really a big Aaron Ekblad guy, but he had that overtime goal against Boston. He mm-hmm. burned Zdeno Chara. I remember that. That was uh, one of the legendary moments of the tank, but. Uh, Matt D'Agostini has spent the last one, two, three, four, five, six years in Switzerland. Wow. He's playing with Ambry Piatta. You must like He's it. He's got there. 11 points in 15 games. Hmm. Good for Matt D'Agostini. His last stint in the NHL was with the Buffalo Sabres. Oh. 11 points in 49 games. That man played 49 games in Buffalo. Well, the next guys on this list are Delorier, who is either... He's with the Ducks. Because the, the when right. Montreal was... Trying to clear cap room to offer sheet Sebastian Ajo. Delorier was one of the casualties there. Uh, Matt Ellis is at Matt the Academy Matt Ellis of was, is with the Academy of Hockey, yes. And he had just got promoted, too. Tyler Ennis is a Ottawa Senator. Mm-hmm. Brian Flynn. What now, is this Brian is a fun Flynn one. up to? Let's see. He, Wait, oh, he plays on the same team as D'Agostini. H.C. Ambry Piotta. Yep, that's it. He's playing with Matt D'Agostini. Wow. Reunited. I guess this says a lot about how good that team is, then. Mm-hmm. That's... Having two former NHLers there. Marcus Foligno is a Minnesota Wild. Zemgis Gjorgensen's miraculously still somehow in the still here. Mikhail Grigorenko. Click on Grigorenko. I think Grigorenko. I saw the Leafs He's are with... interested in bringing him over uh, potentially at the end of the season. This is a contract year for he him. He is indeed with Moscow of the KHL. He and it is a contract year. It yes. is a contract yes. year for him. So I I think I, he wants to come back, and I think he will. And Toronto is very big on bringing in the Russian players mm-hmm. like Grigorenko. So, and Grigorenko still he's twenty five, twenty six years old. I can like he's still young. Like he's a youngish player. Cody Hodson retired. Yeah, and I mean Hodgson, he hey, I'm not he was a good player. Yeah. Let's be real, Hodgson was a good player. He just had injuries, and I think the reason for his downfall was more like that disease that he had where he had to retire. Coletta's retired, too. Coletta is nice. retired, but is a supporter of local businesses. Uh, Zenon Kanopka, that's... I wonder he got what his... suspended. I remember towards the end of it in Buffalo, there was a, he had, like, PEDs or something like that. Now, he last played in 14-15 in the Polish League. we got to get producer out, tell producer Allen about yeah. that. Uh, but... Didn't you meet Zenon Kanopka? Uh, no. I thought you said something about uh, Cody McCormick? Yeah, it was Cody McCormick, I met. yes. Um, I... I, I wonder mostly how his bunny is doing. I remember that. What was his name? I mean, bunny's lifespans are not that long. Yeah, his bunny's mm-hmm. probably dead. Spoiler, he's probably here. dead. But uh, I had a little bunny, too. His name is Buns. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why my family loved Zenny Knopka. Johan Larson still here. On the team. Billy Leno. Billy Leno has his own clothing line in he Finland. Is an that's artist. what he's up to. I think he's actually retired, maybe. Look at him. He looks like... Is he still playing? Oh, he's no, he's, he's been done for a couple years he now. He is retired. He had 23 points. He's still getting paid. I think this is actually the last year that Billy Leno will be collecting checks from the Buffalo Sabres. Cody McCormick works closely with the alumni. He is with the Buttes, is he not? 
Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I thought um, he was the general man. No, he is not with the Buttes. Who knows producer, what's going on with that team. Producer Nino is giving us a signal he's no longer with the Buffalo Buttes. Tory Mitchell. He was a good player, too. No, he wasn't. No, we got... Tory oh, Mitchell, I hated him. Come on. Tory Mitchell scored big goals. He was the only guy that was scoring. Because he was a good player. Year. No, he wasn't a good player. It was fluky. No. He scored too many goals, and he had to go. He had to go. Tory Mitchell. Well, he... He's also playing in the Swiss League. La- oh, last year. He's not playing this year. Oh, it was yeah. Lausanne HC mm-hmm. of the Swiss League. Tory Mitchell traded for a seventh-round pick. That turned out to be uh, Glotov. Hmm. So for nothing. For nothing. Uh, yes. Well, maybe. Uh, Matt, uh, no, Matt, not signing. Matt Molson was loaned to the uh, the Ontario Rain, Rain of now California. He is not on an NHL deal by choice, and he uh, is playing with the Hershey Bears. Linus Omark is in the KHL. Did you know? He is a top ten paid player in the KHL. Really? Yep. Good He's making him. about uh, half. Uh, they got one him for point... future considerations. That's about another Lafontaine move. He's making about a million and a half dollars. That sounds awkward to say, but you know, one point five million dollars. Uh, Linus Omark, I remember because I remember we were talking about oil change. Mm-hmm. He was one of the big, big Oilers prospects. Yeah. That was featured on Oil Change. Like, Which is weird. Venus Omar. He's, he's a fourth-round pick. His debut. He's but, like, he, that, Omar was sick. Like, that guy, he, he could he could dangle. He had, he had hands. He had, yeah, he hands. had hands. It's a shame it didn't work out. And Omar, Linus Omar and Linus Allmar, that would have been fun. Uh, Steve but, Ott, Stanley Cup champion. And now hyped up to be a potential head coach someday. Mm-hmm. No, this was not all that long ago, no. people. Let, let's, <laughs> let, like, none no. of these players are even playing anymore. This is a fun one. Kevin Porter. Captain of the Amherst. Rochester American. <laughs> Captain of the Amherst. John Scott. Podcast host. Possibly a best-selling author. I don't know how mm-hmm. well his book did. <clears throat> uh, subject of a movie as well. What if the Sabres are, like... In that movie. What if that portion of his career? Probably. Did you hear what happened with John Scott and Rasmus Ristolainen? How uh, Ristolainen... choked him out. Yeah. Scott choked Ristolainen yeah. out in the stick room. Yeah. And then, and then uh, like, Ristolainen passed out. And, like, I guess Ristolainen was just some big oh, douchebag back in the day. He might still be. Who knows? I thought they did... Oh, right, because he, he, he did... He, no, he screwed what, with... Um, what, Ristolainen did, he put his jock in Scott's face. Right. And he was just a rookie, and Scott thought he was going to get kicked off the team because or released or waived or something. Because Ristolainen, he was just an 18-year-old kid. He was eighth overall pick. They were like, oh, my God, I just choked out our 18-year-old superstar, which, spoiler alert, yeah, not really. Uh, Drew Stafford. He had a PTO with the Minnesota Wild, I believe. Did not make the team. Chris Stewart, who just signed, he the, signed with the Flyers. Yeah, good for him. Uh, I don't know. Uh, fun fact: Chris Stewart was traded. Remember at the, that deadline, the tankier trade deadline, he was traded to the Wild for a second round pick, and I was like, "Why? Oh, it's, that year's like two years away." Twenty seventeen. You know who they drafted with that second round pick that they got for Chris Stewart? Hmm. Uko Pekalukinen. Hmm. Yep. There we go. So the Ryan Miller trade tree yielded our goalie of the future. Oh, interesting. So there it is. Well, uh, Corey Tropp is a San Diego Gall. Still, always with yeah. the Ducks, though. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Thomas Vanek, uh, he is ah, out of the league. That really sucks. That really sucks. I was really hoping that Vanek would come back to play in the league. 
I wish you would have gone to Edmonton. Kind of go full circle. You go. You wanted to yep. go to Edmonton, and now you can go with a lot less money, obviously. But then the last of the sucks. forwards, Phil Veroni. Veroni is a big time AHL producer, if I remember correctly. The Canadians have his rights still. Yep, he's with the Laval Rocket. Oh, he's only got three points. He played last year. Yeah, he was Philly. Mm-hmm. Wow, forty-seven games. Good for him. Played a lot. All right, now let's head over to the. The real tank here. Like, I'm sure there will be some more guys that are still play, actively playing this year, right? This was the year that truly, you think of the, I mean, you think of the tank, this is it. Uh, this the, is it. How about the goalies, okay? Because we had eight goalies. Is that counting Ryan Vins? No. Wait, why is Arthur Serbe there? Oh, he dressed for he a game. He was a Mergy backup, yeah. 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 Did he, wait, did he really dress for a well, game? What was the circumstances there? Uh, I forgot about that. It was some kind of, was that when we nine, traded This is Neuwirth? nine goalies counting. Was that when Neuvirth was traded? Oh, it must have been. Well, uh, Jonas Enroth, we'll start with him. Uh, he was traded the same day that uh, Vander Kane, the Vander Kane mm-hmm. trade. Mm-hmm. Like, very shortly after, I'm like, okay, tank season, for let's Anderson go. We not. just traded for a Vander Kane, a good player who is out the rest of the year. Tyler Myers was playing well around that point, too. And Bogosian, he was just like an unknown because he's always hurt. And I'm like, okay, well, we're worse now, and we're going to be better next year because of it. Dynamo Minsk, he's currently with. He's played 15 games, and he has a 903 save percentage. Good for him. Matt Hackett. Matt Hackett, he was supposed to be the goalie of the future in the Pominville trade, and he just never really worked out. He is out. currently with, in the Norway League. The Norwegian League. Stirnin. Stirnin. He played Hockey. in the British League last year. Real? Wow. The Coventry Blaze. Uh, what were his stats in Buffalo? How many games did he play? He, he had a, a cool mask. I remember that. He had a really nice setup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He played five games. Uh, eight eight, the, year eight of the year before, five the year after. And they didn't even qualify him, I don't think. So, whatever. Archer's Urbe. Yeah, I forget. The Ted Nolan coaching staff. Everyone wanted to keep Archer's Urbe because all the goalies just kept playing so well. Man. Now he's with... Um, I forget. Is he with Carolina? Uh, I don't think so. Might be because we stole Carolina's goalie coach. Urbe. Uh, okay, wow, yeah, to actually list him as a Sabre. That's interesting. That's I, I forgot that he dressed for a game. That's really funny. Chad Johnson, I think he's he, with... I don't think he signed anywhere. He really? was with the Blues last year and was god-awful, and then... Yeah, god he awful. just never got a contract. No, we, then the Ducks claimed him off waivers. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. I knew the Ducks had him. Um, yeah. Yeah, has not played this year at all. Brutal year. Brutal year. Brutal. Mm-hmm. Andre Makarov. Where is he at now? Makarov was supposed to be the future, he, too. Makarov was the one that called Tim Murray a racist for hating Russian players. Oh. I remember that. Okay, I didn't hear about that. Uh, he plays for Dynamo. They traded Grigorenko and Zadorov. He plays for Dynamo Riga now. Mm-hmm. And he is a 9-17. Oh, he's in the... Wow, he was in the second league, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, he's back up. Dynamo Riga, the Latvian League. Wow. Man, these guys were thought of to be the future at one point. Mm-hmm. That's just tragic. Oh, you got to get going. So. Times have changed. 
Yeah, that was fun reminiscing about the tank for a yeah. little bit. But producer Nino is going to step in. He's going to address some of these questions that you all have. You're going to get going, and I'm going to answer these questions. Thank you, everybody. All right. Another Nino. Thank we'll you for being over. here, Luke. Producer Nino. We're going to introduce producer Nino. We've had a few producers that we never really talk about, but they're they're always sitting behind us here. Uh, producer Nino, uh, say hello. How's it going, everybody? Depressed Sabres fan here. Mm-hmm. You you have hope though, producer. You know you. You're, I did last you're a guy year. Guy with hope. I did last year and until you, you called me a bad fan because I didn't have hope and I knew that this wasn't for real. Well, right? you know, you know, when I know the game that turned me last year. It was after the uh, I think it was the bye week they had in December, and it was their first game back, and they were playing St. Louis, and they got smacked. Mm-hmm. That was the first game I kind of realized. Oh, I remember I, that. Yeah, I remember it was, that game. It, it they was got destroyed. Really anticipated. They had just come off like the ten game winning streak. Yeah, and they, they, and they were kind of and they up were and still down. doing okay. They like, were kind of up and down. I think the game before that they played Boston in Boston and they won that game mm-hmm. from with like a late goal from Skinner from Eichel, and they were still playing really well at the time. And I remember watching that game and like being really excited for them to come back from the break and take the rest of the season by storm. And that game just kind of yeah, that took was the a big game because the Blues were still kind of. Yeah, they, at the time, they were still, like, were one still of the worst teams in the league. They were still a cellar dweller, and then around that point, Bennington kind of came yeah. to his rise, and then so the rest is I started to, like, turn towards more of your side of, like, okay, maybe this team Cautiously isn't, isn't as real as I thought they were, and then it kind of just took a turn for the worse. Now, this year, I'm very cynical, so if that season did anything for me and made me a uh, you got to keep your guard cynical up. You don't want to... Yeah, you know. see... You don't we, want the egg on your face. We talk about this a lot. Like you, you, I ask you all the time, like what it's going to take for you to actually think this team is real, and you, you kind of give me different answers, like almost every time. <laughs> it's true, it's true. Okay, let's get into the questions. All you're right. gonna, you're gonna handpick the questions. I'm gonna answer them. If you want to put your two cents into it too, sure. and if you guys like producer Nino, maybe we'll give him a bigger role. Maybe who knows? Let us know what you think. All right, here's one from. You, do you want me to read the names? Yeah, the, yeah. Okay. Give him, give him the. Right. Here's one from Thicky262. This is a question that gets asked a lot, but I mean, maybe, you're, maybe your position has changed a little bit. If you could only trade Risto for futures, what combination of picks slash prospects could they get? This is a good question. I think at this point in the year, you're not getting a player. You're only getting a player for Risto Line if this is an offseason deal. Granted, he has been better. His advanced stats, I, I'm pretty sure, are looking better. I asked Kevin this couple weeks ago his stats are looking better but you know you're probably you want a first round pick at least and if you can get two second round picks I mean that's not that that's not the end of the world if you can get like four draft picks for like two seconds a fourth and a seventh like a Skinner-esque trade with you know little higher quality picks that's not the end of the world I would because in the second round there's always guys that should be first round picks that end up sliding down the board and you can get good players there. If you can get a first-round pick for Ristolainen, I'm just taking it and walking away. I don't care. Take the first-round pick if you can. Walk away. If you can get a prospect, like a good prospect, too, that maybe is a year away, that still has promise, take that and run. But at the, like especially if it's a 2020 first-round pick, take it because this draft is very much loaded, and I also have a draft ranking coming out, as does Curtis and Austin. So more draft coverage on the chargingbuffalo.net this year. Yeah, I've seen your, your draft uh, ranking that you had, and he worked very hard on it. Mm-hmm. I witnessed, witnessed it firsthand, so all of you listening, go check that out. He did a really good job of doing that. Um, really in-depth. Like He does a really great job. Uh, let's see. Next question. Does Asplund or Pilot get called up for the games in Sweden? That's from Sabres923. That's... 
That's a kind of a fun they, question. Yeah, I would hope that they would, and especially because that's like next week, isn't it? Yeah, it's early yeah. November. With Scandella out, they're going to need another body on defense. So I could see, and Pilot got the game-winning goal the other day in Rochester too. If they're going to call up someone, it should be Pilot. So I can definitely see that. Asplund, I don't know. And I don't think they should either, because I don't really think he's been blowing the doors off the place in Rochester either. So uh, probably Pilot, maybe not Pilot, Asplund. Pilot's more NHL-ready, and they have more of a need at defense than they do at forward at the mm-hmm. moment. So yeah. I think that's just the kind of easy answer. Mm-hmm. to. Um, this is from Bill.Roberts1007. Should Skinner and Eichel be put back together? What do we do with Reinhardt in that scenario? Yes, Bill, they should put Skinner back with Eichel, because I don't think... Victor Olofsson is a very good player at 5-on-5, five five. and I said that going into the season, and right now it's pretty clear, like, the top line 5-on-5 five five doesn't really do a whole lot. I mean, they play well, Point the, the production just really is not there, and I think putting Skinner, like, I get, like, I say, oh, put Skinner back with Eichel, and they're like, he's got, he's got pace for, like, 60 goals, whatever, blah, 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 and... Like, just do it. It's time. Let's go. Let's do this. Put Like, Skinner plays well with Eichel. He makes Eichel a better player. Eichel makes Skinner a better player. Put them back together. Like, yeah, Skinner's playing well with Johansson and that guy on the right wing, Vladimir Saboka. Yeah. But just put them back together. Why not? What, what'll hurt? And as for Reinhardt, you can put him with, like, let's see Sherry, Middlestat, Reinhardt. I think that worked. That, they, that was a line last year for a little bit, and they that, played well. Now that VC's hurt, that's actually a very real possibility, real possibility. too. Yeah, and you can get Rodriguez. Maybe put Rodriguez on the top line right wing. Or maybe, you know what would be fun? Skinner, Eichel, and then put Olofsson on the offside and set him up for one-timers there. Like, there's endless possibilities. But you know what really has to happen? Vladimir Smoke has to get off the, the second line because he is an anchor. Yeah. Um, how many questions do you want? There's, there's a lot of good ones in here. Yeah, as many as you want. Okay. Uh, here's one from Joey Pisto. This, I mean, we kind of already answered this, but that's for Sweden. This is more like maybe like a short-term kind mm-hmm. of answer. Who will Montour replace on D if nobody gets traded? Well, now it's easy because he'll just step in for Gilmore. I think we forgot to mention this earlier, but uh, Montour is only a few days away. I think Paul Hamilton mentioned that practice today. Uh, he was back skating, so that's nice. So Montour will probably step in for Gilmore. And I think Yoki Haru will probably play on the left side because he played a little bit of the left side in preseason. Uh, this one is from I don't I think this is I think his name's backwards, so I think it's Aaron Roberts. Sorry if it's Roberts Aaron so for some reason. Uh, are you guys concerned with the team inability to win in regulation? Uh, no, not yet. It's not like last season where during the win streak they were just coming back and winning an overtime and shootout, but yeah, I'm not concerned with that yet. Um, let's see. There are a couple other good ones in here to that. Uh, do you see us trying to trade for a winger so Saboka isn't on the second line? I would love to see that happen, and uh, one of our contributors, uh, Walter, yes, that's Sorry, Walter, I forgot your name for a second, but he put out an article. Uh, five potential trade targets for the Sabres to address their top six wing, and I think one was Jason Zucker, who I think would be a great potential fit 
but that's probably more of a risk line and would have to go the other way because both of them are getting paid about the same amount of money and would, both teams are in a situation where you got to put move salary out to get another guy. So Zucker would be a good option. I think he can play either side. He'd be a perfect addition and is a goal scorer. Uh, somebody also mentioned another trade for somebody. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chad Michael Michaels ta- has said, is a trade for Josh Anderson in the cards this year? I mean, Josh Anderson, I really like him as a player. I don't think Columbus would ever trade him, though. Yeah. So you were just mentioning trade, so I thought I'd bring that one up just to see get your opinion. And then here's another one. This is probably, we'll, run, we'll probably get like one or two more. Josh Kelly, 24, asks, any concern that Olofsson hasn't scored 5v5 yet? I mean, I... They shouldn't send him to Rochester or anything because of it, but like he's still a dynamite power play specialist type of player, and they should just come to terms with that. I put Skinner back with Eichel, and then move Olafson down to the second or third line, and you, you could still put him on the top power play unit. Just because you push him down the lineup doesn't mean that he can't play. It's on the top power play unit, and I think teams are starting to solve him a little bit. He once the power play is kind of dried up. He's dried up on the score sheet as well, but he does have ten points right now. And well, Rob Ray had a good six point. goals coming on the power play. Let's let's. I want to see him succeed five on five, but maybe he's just a power play specialist at this point. Who Rob, knows? Rob Ray had a great point. I forget which game it was, um, but he was talking about how teams were starting to catch on to what team like what the Sabres are doing now on the power play, mm-hmm. just trying to feed that cross ice pass to Olsen. They have so many options. And you got the, Eichel on the left side, yeah, you got Olsen on the off wing. Yeah, he that's what he was going for. More like um so like yeah, you can take away Olsen, but now you have Eichel on the other off wing. Reinhardt or Reinhardt in front. In front. Skinner in the slot, like Darlene at the point. So many yeah. options for them. So that that our first I think a lot of people don't like our first power play line, like, it's probably one of the best in the league. I know that they're operating like that right yeah. now, but it hasn't always been like that with mm-hmm. the, that amount of talent. So, Well, a couple of years ago they had the number one power play in the league, but yeah. their penalty kill was just so horrendous that they just could not be anything. I don't know. Yeah. Right, uh, we'll do one or two more. One or two more. Uh, so somebody, John Krieger26, wants an update on Tage Thompson and Dylan Cousins so far this uh, season. Tage Thompson, he actually pretty good. I'm going to look for his stats really quickly, but uh, yeah, I think Thompson probably should be up here, and he would be um, a much better choice to be on a wing with uh, with Johansson and Skinner yeah. than Vladimir Saboka. Thompson has eight points in nine games in Rochester, four goals, four assists, and about playing about the same clip that he was last year in his little stint with Rochester. He played eight games last year, six goals, three assists, nine points. Uh, I, Due to work and other conflicts, I haven't been able to watch any Rochester Amherst games this year. It's really tough to find the time for it. I'm a busy person, but uh, from all I hear, Thompson's playing well, and he's on the score sheet every night, so that's nice. Uh, Dylan Cousins... He had a very hot start to the year, but has kind of cooled off. I wouldn't be concerned with that. He's still playing at like a point point of game pace. But you know what I have thought of? What if Cousins comes up at the end of the year? It's, it's possible. I mean, if they're in the if Buffalo's in the playoffs, well, a lot of people if Lethbridge is done with. A lot of people he can come thought up. before that before his injury, a lot of even he was saying like he's ready to play now. Like if he was up, and if I he think were he to, could. I think yeah, he could. If they yeah. were to bring him up for his nine games or whatever, he can play before they have to send. Him, they have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. I think he was gearing up for that before all his injury happened. Yeah. Of course, they could in theory play him 
at the I think even yeah nine games we can play him in for nine games even like, he can be a black ace in the playoffs you Does can have him around and then you can play him maybe I don't know the playoffs don't count towards those nine games right I think they do actually it might even be if he plays one game really play I don't know I don't know the rules for that it might still be nine games but I remember Charlie Mac but McAvoy was a college player so he just needed the one game to burn the entry level deals I don't know but I think it'd be cool if Cousins came up towards the end of the season and played a little bit, but that's fine. Uh, I think we, we could end off on that. Yeah, we'll end off on that. Uh, appreciate you guys for listening to the podcast. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you were so kind. Uh, subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. Search for the Charging Buffalo Podcast. You will find it. Give us a rating, review. That'd be nice. Follow Charging Buffalo on Twitter and Instagram at the Charging Buff. Follow Justition at Justition as well. Uh, remember, 10% off your order with code TCB at checkout at JustitionHockey.com. And you can follow me on Twitter, Joe TCB NHL. Luke on Twitter, LVKETCB. And you know what? Producer Nino, give out your, your Twitter. If oh, wow, really? Follow you. Yeah. All yeah, right. Well, I'm ahead. on Twitter at Nino Lag, N I N O L A G 28. Uh, I mostly just tweet during Sabres games. So if you want some heated Sabres tweets and hot takes, I'm your guy. There you go. All right. And as always, we appreciate you guys for listening. And we're going to cue the, the sweet Wii Sports and like we channel music that we've been playing for the outros if i know there's some people that appreciate that but yeah cue the music and we'll see you guys in the next episode goodbye